I greet again in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I prophet Efua from Divine Temple of Almighty God Church, that situated at number 20, Church Street, Abulia Godo, opposite Spring Test Junction. Don't give up your Ikorodu. Also have a branch at number 47 through 49, Alaji Mustafa Street, of Aladila Deniji Street, opposite Second Mobile Philly Station. Ajaguro Ishawurul before Asolo, a Greek Fiai Kurudu. Brethren, let us pray. Father Lord, this is another privilege of bringing your message to your people. Lord, for those that you want to bring to your nearer, Lord, use your mercy to locate them. Do not allow anyone of your mind to perish, but with your power, locate them and put them into repentance. By the time you will arrive, let those people be among the people that we gather together and rejoice before you. Let it be so, Lord, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. People of God, this is another privilege again. I believe you still remember the topic I'm working on under voice of God. Do not forget where I took the topic out from Deuteronomy 28, verse 1. I've been telling you the series of points of commandment of God which we are burdened to obey and that makes God angrily with we people to the extent of the type of affliction you have been witnesses here and there. Last week, I told you about confessions and the implication of it. Today, I would like to continue, but in another form. I'm taking you to the book of Proverbs 11. Proverbs 11. I would like to read verse 4. It says, Riches profit not in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivered from death. Riches Profit not in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivered from death. If I may explain it very well to you, you know, the majority mind of people nowadays depends on riches. Majority 
human beings nowadays, they allow love of money to situate in their, in their mind than to obey God's destruction. They even upgrade the love of money to be their first priority in their life. They now put God into secondary issue in their life. What the Bible says here make us to understand that riches does not deliver person from death. Riches does not give man a life. Riches does not give man a life. And riches without life is vanity. Riches without life is vanity. If you are in money today, money that you depend your life upon cannot give you a life, a long life. It can never, it can never save you in the times of problem. If riches have power to deliver men from problem, there could not be a rich man that's supposed to die in life. But because riches doesn't have power to deliver, that is why we always see a lot of rich men or rich people that do die. So what the Bible says here is, you that depends on money to make money, you just deceive yourself because money cannot deliver you from problems. And do not forget that the end of man is dead. The end of man is dead. No matter how you are, death has power over you. Whether you are very poor or you are trillionaire, death is the master on every living soul. So, you that because of perfectious pursuing money wanted to gather things at all costs to have things done by force by fire you forget the master that you are under who is that master? Death. In Hebrew 9.27, he said it has been mandated for a man to die. It has been mandated for a man to die. 
to every man, every living soul, were under one master, which is dead. So, money can never deliver you from dead arms. But what can save you from death is righteousness. And what does that mean? Righteousness means those that submit themselves to God's commandment and they comply with God's instruction. That's of those people that righteous. James 4, the book of James chapter 4. I would like to read verse 17. James 4, verse 17. It says, Therefore to him that knoweth to do good, and doesn't it not, to him it is sin. For those that know the truth, by doing good, but refuse to obey and comply to do it, it's a sinner. So, those that know how to do good and comply is the person the Bible mentioned as a righteous, righteous people. According to the book of Proverbs 11, verse 4 again says, But righteousness delivered from death. If you have been righteous and comply with God's commandment, you know you can get long life. For life of a man to continue sweeting, to have long life, and to multiply is with God. It's only God that can ask you to continue living. And you will surely continue living. But if you decide to, to shut your life, nothing can change it. For you to have a, a, a sweet life, and long life and be increased, multiply. All these are with God. And if you just be rich and have a short life, what will be your benefit? Money without long life. It's vanity. It's vanity. If I may read the book of Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 18, 18 and 19. Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 18 and 19. He said, Yea, I hated all my labor which I had taken under the sun, because I should leave it unto the man that shall be after me. Verse 19. 
and who knoweth whether he shall be a wise man or a fool yet shall he have rule over all my labors we are in i have labored and we are in i have shown myself wise under the sun this is also vanity bedred i pray unto you that your laboring in this world will not end into vanity if you are being a dubious person want to make it in life at all costs that whatever it takes that is what you will do what you have been after is to be rich i laugh at you i laugh at you do you hear what the bible says the laboring of a man will surely end one day and whatever he may have gathered together he have to leave it behind and after he may have departed he will never know who will be the governor over what he has labored for whether it may be a wise person or a fool person why are you struggling to have something that will become vanity tomorrow that is why god sent me to come and enlighten you you that were after money at all cost be caution be caution yourself be caution yourself riches without long life is vanity is vanity that is why i always said it to you that wait unto the lord wait unto the lord the book of psalms Psalm 27 verse 14 says wait unto the lord be of good courage and he shall strengthen thine heart wait i say unto the lord is only god that strength you is only god that upgrade you is only god that lift you up is only god that multiply your doing is only god that have power to increase you without paying any price majority of those that pursuing money at all cost go and ask them they have some prices they do pay 
a prices that will never switch them. It's only God that can increase you freely. Without hurt you, without damage your, your future. God is not a poor God. Remember, He was the creator of all things in life. He was the creator. Bible says in the book of Genesis, after he was being created man, he said, let them be fruitful and multiply. In the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 28, says, and God blessed them, and God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish in the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the of the air, and over every living thing that moved upon the earth. Verse 29. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb, bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree, in the which is the fruit of a tree yield seed to you. It shall be for meat. God did not create man Emptily at all. He was being created and then surrounded him with blessing. So God was not happy with the people that poor unnecessarily because he is not a God of poorer at all. So, if you are serving God diligently, you must be blessed. Because he is the father and the owner of blessing. When he created man, he blessed him. So, if you now need blessing, you must wait unto him and follow his all instructions and comply with what he asks you to do because he knows more than you. You are a human being. You have nothing under your power. You have nothing under, under, under your initiative. You can never do anything through your initiative. Remember, he was the one that gave you brain. What he used to, 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 to mold brain, you cannot explain. What he used to, to, to mold your body, you cannot explain. What, you, what he used to, to, to mold your bone, you cannot explain. Why can't you wait then for who that know your beginning? And who that will definitely know your end. 
Wait unto him. Wait unto him. Don't be forcing yourself of having things that you're not supposed to have. Not everything that your eyes see that may give you comfort. Give you comfort. If I may take you to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12. Hear what the Bible says there. It says, All things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Not everything that your eyes see that will comfort your life. Not. Not. Why? Because a man is a blind person. A thing that will suit your life may not be fine. May not be beauty on your eyes. But a thing that will harm you, that will hurt you, that is what that attracts you day and night. That is why you have to wait unto the Lord. I'm not telling you that you should be poor. No. God has nothing to do with, with your poverty in life. But for you to make it, let God lead you. Let God search it for you. Allow Him to be your leader and He will definitely search you a good things that will benefit you. That is what the book of Proverbs says also. Book of Proverbs again. Proverbs 16. Proverbs chapter 16. Verse 3. Said, commit thy works unto the Lord. And thy thought shall be established. Hear what the Bible says. Hear what the Bible says. Your work to do that will profit you, that will make you comfort in life, that will make you to become a giant person in terms of blessing in life. You definitely come through God. What you need is to submit yourself unto Him. Allow him to be your controller, to be your leader. It will surely establish you. What you are planning to establish without the knowledge of God may be something that will implicate you and no hurt you in life. Without the eyes of God, we are just moving blindly. Me and you, 
we cannot see unless God made us to see. What God allow you to see is what you will see. It's what you will see. As you are listening to me now, you can never predict your tomorrow. You cannot predict your tomorrow. What will happen to you tomorrow? You can never say it. You can never say it. The book of James, chapter 4 again, chapter 4, verse 13, he said, go to, go to now, ye that say, today or tomorrow, we will go into such a city and continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain. Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appear for a little time and then vanish away. Verse 15. For that ye ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. If the Lord will, you hear that? If the Lord will, if the Lord cannot, if He did not permit your living, you cannot continue living. For a man to see long life to use is with God. It's with God. That is why the book of Proverbs 11 verse 1 says, Riches can never deliver you from death. So, brethren, surrender yourself, your life to your Creator. Wait unto him. Comply with his instruction. Let all his commandments dwell in your heart. Obey him. If you don't want to destroy your life, do not forget, oh, Deuteronomy 28 verse 15. Let me read it back to you again. 28 verse 15. He said, but it shall come to pass if thou will not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe, to do all his commandments and his statutes which I command thee this day, that all these causes shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Why are you willing to allow the cause of God to visit your life? If you refuse to submit yourself to Him and refuse to comply with His commandment, you are definitely going to receive 
the visitings of his cause, of his cause. Anyone that God calls will never have a smooth life again. He will be living from one affliction to another. He will be having problem over problem. From one disease to another. Why do you want to be living in agony? Why can't you allow the peace of the Lord to reign, to reign in your life? Why? Especially youths of nowadays. I do cry louder unto you. All what God against is what most of youths of youth nowadays depends on doing. Depends on doing. Don't be professors of anything. Be contented with whatever God provides for you. If it is not yet enough, ask from him diligently is a is a great provider nothing you wish to become in this world that he will not let you be if you surrender yourself to him remember the story of joseph upon the affliction his brothers attached to his life he became a honorable person in life. He became to a lord of a strange land, a land that is not belong to his forefather. He became their lord over there. When his brothers see him, they cannot recognize him again. They fall to bow their head under him. Why? Because Joseph allowed the fear of God to reign in his life. In his life. When Bosphorus's wife attempted to seduce him and force him to have him intersexual with her, Joseph made a strong statement. Ah, if I don't even fear my boss, which is your husband? I will fear God who created me. And uh, he left his clothes behind and ran away from that woman. Here, how God compensates him. He becomes a second in command of that, of that city. Second in command. Potiphar and, and his wife Later, they became a slave under Joseph. It's only God that upgrade or uplift person in life. So, you have to surrender yourself to him. I'm pleading to you. I'm pleading to you. You those that penetrated your life under Yahweh doing. There is no light way there. Return yourself back and wait unto the Lord. Return. Just return and refresh yourself back 
and wait unto the Lord. There is nothing you can get from that uh, Yahoo my, uh, uh, my practicing. You, there is nothing you can get from there. There is nothing you can get from dubious way that you are putting your head under. There is nothing you can get from there. Whatever does go up today, we definitely comes down later. Definitely comes down later. If you thought you are having, you are getting money through that, and you are making money through that today, what of your tomorrow? What of your tomorrow? And I always remind you that when you are not yet caught, that is then you can now repent and ask for forgiveness and God will generally forgive you. But if you are being caught and arranged for sentence, oh, no more of forgiveness, you may ask for that God will answer you. When you are not yet caught, just refresh yourself. Refresh and return and put yourself under the custody of God. That is when you can get life. Once more, riches cannot deliver you from death. And death is waiting for every soul under the sun. Death is waiting for you, is waiting for me. Death is the one that will see the end of a man in life. Before it comes to you, or let me say, before it grabs you, turn yourself under God's umbrella. Let death meet you under the custody of God. That is when your lives guarantee. Because after the death of a man, another journey is still continuing in the life of that man. In the life of that man. I took you to that place, First Corinthians chapter 15, last week, verse 15 and 51, verse 50 and 51, says, Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither do corruption inherit on corruption. 51. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. That is what we call rapture. Rapture. It has been mandated to every living things, living things, either man or animal, that the very flesh we are carrying here and there in this world is going to be dropped one day. You have, you have to drop this, your flesh, down when the time comes and carry another body entirely. That is what the Bible said. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, 
but we shall all be changed. So, when you change into another body, you will now continue another journey. Whether a journey to the, key, to the palace of peace or a journey to the palace of fire. There is everlasting practicing. Everlasting practicing. Whether into fire, it will be everlasting. There is nothing like short contract there. Everlasting. If it is the palace of peace, it is everlasting. So, brethren, choose one. But I'm pleading to you, choose palace of peace. That palace of peace is what belongs to God. And that is the area that your creator wants you to belong to. Don't allow Satan to take you away from that palace of peace. If you allow Satan to take you away, he has nowhere to drop you down at fire. And I pray that very place will not be your portion in Jesus' name. So therefore, change your mind. Submit yourself. Allow the fear of God to have a space of staying in your heart. And uh, present yourself as from now on to be honest. That is the word Bible means righteous. If you are being honest with God, being honest with everybody, be plain with whatever you are doing in life, you become a righteous person. And if you are now becoming a righteous person, definitely you will be delivered from death hands. From death hands. So, I don't want you to perish. And I don't want you to end your life into vanity. Try to change. Change your attitude. Every wrong doing of, of your life, try to withdraw it away and put yourself under the custody of your Creator, which is God. I pray you and I will never perish and we will never dray from God's life in Jesus' name. So, for you that's ready, now to surrender himself to God, to God and you want me to pray with you. Please hold your water and your oil. Have it in mind. After prayer, you're supposed to drink out of the water and add the remaining one into a large water to bath. And that oil is, is what you'll be using to rub yourself after bathing every day, every morning. And with this, you will surely see this sign and wonders of the Almighty God. So, let us pray together. Father Lord, your message has gone out 
to the ear of your people. Lord, for those that listen to you, gain their, their heart. Drive all wrong doings, wrong attitude that may have situated itself in their heart. Drive it out. Let your Holy Spirit take total control of the heart. Lord, as you don't want anyone to perish before you, please search for their heart and draw their heart near to yourself. Lord, be their controller. Whatever sin that they may have committed, so far they humble themselves and asking for forgiveness. Lord, forgive them. You said you did not come because of righteousness, but unrighteousness. That is why I'm bringing them nearer to you. Lord, save them. Save their life. Take them from the hand of Satan. Don't allow Satan to make use of their life anymore. Lord, take total control of their life. Lord, forgive them, bless them, redeem them, and give them a prospect that will shame their enemy. Lord, you are, you are the God of blessing. Let your blessing locate them all. For those that are looking for a hard person like, like her or like him, Father, help them. Let them locate the spouse that benefit them, that suits them. Let them meet the heart of their heart. Lord, for those that's looking for job, Lord, connect them. It's with you that we can get divine connection. Please give them a divine connection. Let them have a work that will switch them, that will give them peace, that will make them rich and the comfort in their life. Lord, for those that on sick bed, I plead, Lord, heal them. Use your blood to heal them. Let your blood drop into that water and into that oil. Whenever they drink it and make that oil to rub, let the, the power, the spirit of healing enter their body and heal them. Take them off from that sick bed and let them be among the people that will rejoice before you. Whatever the affliction that may, have, that may have surrounded them, Lord, I plead your power mighty, let it redeem them and deliver them from that affliction and let them be a liberty people. Let it be so, Lord, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. Once more, I'm Prophet Ifua from Divine Temple of Almighty God Church. I trust God by His power. You shall hear from me next week in the name of Jesus. Stay alive and be blessed in Jesus' name.